And this is episode 42 of the NeverEnding Glory podcast, the week 12 NFL Pick'em episode. I am your host, Luke Grilly, and I am here, as always, with Jerry Burris and Welcome the back, one Luke. Sean Z. Yeah, he said I'm here as always. He wasn't here even here always? Week. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you can't take a vacation on. week? You're high. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I just I just kind of went with my uh, my standard opening to as always, and uh, I do Stick apologize. Played out. Got autopilot, Luke. Yeah, autopilot. I went on autopilot. Key. This this whole time change really screwing me over right now. It gets dark at like four thirty, so I feel like it's about midnight right now. So let me take that back. Um, most of the time, I'm your host, Luke Grilly, and I'm here <laughs> most of the time joined by. The one, the only, Jerry Burris and Sean yeah. Z. Thank you very much last week, gentlemen, for picking up the slack. Shout out to MZ18 Pick as well. You carried it, baby. It, I, I, by carrying it, do you mean just talking shit about me the whole time? It was. Well, it that, was that, gave us that the made perfect for a topic. lot of content. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Still, my favorite line, though, was uh, was Mark um, in the last Pick'em episode saying, Grilly loves the Bills, and then went on for 60 seconds on why I love the Bills. And... How the Bills suck, and then he picked the Bills uh, last week. So, fortunately, uh, that worked out for both of us as Buffalo came away with a win against Cincinnati, who's banged up after their uh, the, the loss of A.J. Green and Gio Bernard. But as I mentioned, this is episode 42. Gentlemen, 42 episodes. How about that, huh? Time flies. Yeah, we're, Time flies. we're closing in on that AR, AARP card. Uh, Don't even bother week. saying that. You're seven beers deep. <laughs> Just stick to like useful uh, words that effectively can deliver. Start going in with the pseudonyms and everything else. It ain't going to work. AARP. Single syllable words. Yes. On Twitter, find us on Twitter at Glory Podcast, on Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Search for us, Never Ending Glory Podcast. Like us, subscribe to us, share us, tell all your friends, tell your parents at Thanksgiving about this great podcast we got going on here based out of Northeast Ohio and Southern New Hampshire. Um, follow our college football podcast that Sean is on, NEG Pod, CFB on Twitter. And would you believe it or not, but we're about four months away from pitchers and catchers. So find, follow our baseball podcast at NEG Pods uh, MLB. Um, but, but let's get right into the week 12 picks. Week 11 worked out real well for me. I ended up going 10 and 4. Lead dog Sean went 9 and 5. And Mark and Jerry brought up the rear at 8 and 6. Currently standings for the season. It's still a tight match. Uh, Mark has dropped down the bottom with two piss poor weeks. He's 80 and 60 overall. Jerry and I are tied at 82 and 61. And lead dog Sean, still in the lead after two weeks, 84 and 59. So he's got a two game lead over Jerry and myself. A lock and change here in the picks. But uh, I guess maybe, maybe not maybe this not, week. Though. Maybe not this week. We have a lot of parody going on this week. Um, so let's kick into we have three Thursday games. Remember that it is Thanksgiving coming up. So we have a 1230 slot. I'm Minnesota sure the listeners Detroit. weren't aware of that. Thanks for reminding everybody. Did you know it's Thanksgiving? Evening, <laughs> Christmas. Well, no, right. Jiminy so, Thanksgiving. So, 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 so the, the shit talking still goes on even when I'm on the mic. I like that. I respect that. Um, so on Thursday, Thanksgiving, Minnesota at Detroit, the NFC North battle. This is for first place. They're both six and four. Gentlemen, who do you like? I'll start with you, Sean. I, I'm going Lions here, kind of reluctantly. Um, there's bad matchups on you know both sides of the ball here, but um, I, I'm just kind of taking the line strictly on the home team, and I just I don't know how Minnesota is going to move the ball. Um, is Slay playing? Does anybody know for Detroit? 
Because if no he idea. is and he locks up Diggs, that, that's going to be a real problem. Well, that, and, so. and Diggs is banged up, too. He, he didn't practice today, yeah, he didn't so practice he's, he's questionable. I'm sure he'll end up playing. Uh, I'm going with Detroit, too. Um, again, I think it just comes down to the home team. Uh, Minnesota, just that the shine's kind of worn off of them as being a Super Bowl contender. That offensive line has really struggled, and Sam Bradford in that running game is just me- less than mediocre. Um, yeah, I don't so think they be- block Detroit. I think that's no. that's. I, I expect low scoring. I take the points just because with all these missed extra points, you know the three points, the seven point lines. I actually think you're kind of getting some, you know, point value. Um, so I probably there, take Minnesota, but I think were, Detroit wins. Were there any missed extra points last week? I didn't. I oh didn't follow. God, yeah, we, yeah. There are a few. <laughs> the, you know what really pissed me off about that was they're like, this is the first time since 1966 they've missed X amount of first. I, know, uh, I hated that. They stat. changed like, the rule last right, year. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's it's the stupidest comparison ever. Uh, I actually thought I saw a stat like. All six teams for Thanksgiving are over 500, and I'd have to actually like understand. I just saw the headline of it, but we've only had three games here for like four or five years, unless they were playing them back in like the 60s, right. unbeknownst. But I thought it was always just two games on Thanksgiving. It was at first, and then I think they added the uh, then they had the eight o'clock, the eight thirty game. It, I believe. But it's only been like five years they added it, right? Whatever, right? So that stat, that stat potentially is riddled. Now, you know, we'll probably have a bunch of listeners, you know, the thousands and thousands that we have across the globe and those in Serbia that'll that'll email us and tell us that I read the headline wrong or something like that. And the sex bots. Don't forget the sex bots. They're they're a very important demo here. The Never Ending Glory. They should. They they don't email enough. That's the problem. (laughs) Jerry, who do you got in this one? Well, I'm with the sex bots. They're all over the Motor City kitties. Uh, they don't lose on Thanksgiving. They just don't do it. Actually, I think this is a tight one, like you guys mentioned. What I about think, the, uh, what about the year they went 0-16? Do they lose that well, that's year? A, that's a different year. That's I, I a venture totally to say the last team. 10 years. I'd love to know the record because I think the last 10 years it's probably like 5-5. Five and five. There's no way Detroit's losing at home on Thanksgiving. Uh, okay. No, I think they uh, they went. I think it's tight though. I do. I think it comes down to four points or, or less. But they're going to pull it out. Okay, so uh, Mark also took Detroit. So um, we are all on Detroit this week again. Unfortunately, we, we really tried our hardest to be. Uh, have less parity, but it was kind of tough this week. Uh, there's a lot of. It's going to be an interesting game, but I just actually just so I just looked up. How the last few weeks or years of Detroit on Thanksgiving, and uh, in 2014 they lost to the Bears. Um, in 2013 they lost to or they beat the Packers. In 2012 they we're, lost we're to Houston. Okay, and <laughs> I, I was going to say Detroit's not been good enough to win every. What about what about the tr- the Trump administration? How many times have they lost? They uh, haven't played, and they won't play I even on Thursday during his administration. Exactly. So, from exactly. 2004 to 2012, the Detroit Lions lost on uh, on, New- on um, Thanksgiving. So every single time, huh? Every single I, one, I, yeah. I just I knew that. Like feeling that was it, an awesome feeling it this week. Strong. Got it. He's, no problem. Yeah, he's just he's blabbering. It's a Brock Osweiler moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. We have the upstart Washington Redskins, six three and one at Dallas, nine and one. This game should end up probably. Probably being, I'd say, the most entertaining game that we watch on Thursday, which if you didn't know was Thanksgiving. Um, 
of the weekend. <laughs> How about that? It, it, the whole weekend, actually. Yeah, you're probably right. But uh, so, so Dallas coming off a big win at home against uh, the Ravens last week. That was kind of the sexy pick for the upset, and it, it didn't really work out, even if you took the points. Um, I have Dallas winning this game. I just really see no way that anybody's stopping Dallas right now in the NFC, uh, including the Redskins, who just dominated the Packers on Sunday Night Football. Jerry, who do you got? Ditto. I'm going Dallas here. I don't think that the Redskins' offense is enough to overcome what the uh, the Dallas Cowboys can do. They're going to control the ball, and they don't give you a lot of opportunities on offense. Um, I th- I'm taking Dallas here, and I think they're going to win double digits here. Sean? I I actually think Washington and Dallas is, is a fairly even matchup if Washington's healthy and they're not on a short week. But the fact that they played Sunday night and they got to turn around and play on, on yeah, Thursday is, is utterly brutal. Chris Baker, I know, got dinged up late in the game against Green Bay. I, I like the Cowboys as well. Um, I would be extremely surprised if Washington's able to win against Green Bay and Dallas in less than four days, essentially. Yeah. Uh, Mark's going with Washington, so he is going against the grain. Uh, he guess cool. I guess he thinks that <laughs> I guess he thinks that that short rest will So th- will let be me fine. take you in the house of the of the Zebros. At this time during this game, Mark will have four knuckles in his pants, passed out, <laughs> out the gate on the couch. Actually, it might even be at the back end of that Lions game. Turkey so, coma. I'm, a, I'm just giving you a little visual in there of him just like laying there doing kind of like one leg dragged side head to the side, <laughs> out cold. Um, I feel like for I feel like two I... hours, and then he's gonna wake up and be like, "What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened?" What happened? No! Oh, damn it, Zeke! Um, I, I just want to know, and I, I've seen this happen, but Sean, give me the first-hand account. What's he going to be with... Um, what's the hand situation going to be while eating gravy, mashed potatoes, and turkey? Because I feel like there's going to be a lot of raised by wolves not using utensils. Well, he had, he had a couple years where... And not to go into too much depth, but he had a couple years where he was defiantly not using it, and... <laughs> It would turn into a loud, immediate <laughs> argument, and then a physical <laughs> altercation with my father and and he and I would like nudge it on. Oh come on! Oh come! You're ruining. And so I would like nudge it on that way. Um, and this was in college, kind of right? Grown past that a little bit, but there is some straight grubbing going on, no doubt. There's gonna be a lot of noises, like. Oh yeah, a lot of mouth, a lot of mouth noise. Well, and now my parents are up there in age, so the dad's listening to this, laughing right now. But he'll like my dad is like over compliments the food too on top of it. So it's all oh, this is so good or this is so good. Every bite is like, is a compliment onto itself. So um, there, yeah, the, 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 that that's that's what takes place from about um, noon to to twelve thirty five too. Luke, it's I'm a gonna... short burst, and it's Luke, just sorry. it's a burst. Luke, I'm going to try to set up a GoPro in their cabinet and just like, like that. peek right over the dinner table at the, at the Brothers Dustin house. That's the eyes of Burris, on. huh? The eyes of Burris. The eyes of Burris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're, we're done talking about the, the Z Thanksgiving. Uh, let's move on to the next game, which was probably going to be a pretty exciting one. Um, but now that Andrew Luck might be most likely out on Thursday due to a concussion, uh, Scott Tolzine, who is just probably the definition of mediocre, if not below mediocre, he'll be starting at home against Pittsburgh, two 5-5 five and five teams. Uh, Pittsburgh needs to get a win here. Uh, Indy would need to get a win, too, after Houston won on Monday night. But uh, it's I mean, this game is just going to be brutal to watch. Uh, if Pittsburgh doesn't 
take this game by the fourth quarter, I'll be very disappointed. So I'm, I'm going Pittsburgh here. Uh, gentlemen, is there really too, too much to talk about with this one? No, there's if not. Luck plays, no, there's nothing. There's nothing to talk about. It's, it's a, a trouncing. No, it's going right. to be a Yinzer Thanksgiving. They're going to eat a couple cans of SpaghettiOs, and they're going <laughs> to go and put the nose piercings in and get that special leather jacket out and wear it to the game that night. That's all that needs to matter. It's the game's well, in Indy. Game's in Indy, bud. Doesn't matter. They'll drive. <laughs> they'll drive all the way out there. Let's. Let, first of all, stop thumping the microphone. <laughs> and second of all, let's just move on. Oh, let's let's let that stand alone for the Pittsburgh right. Indy analysis by by one Jerry Burris. I mean, that okay. is brilliant take. Can't stand. Moving on. To, speaking of uh, bad quarterback play. We have Tennessee at Chicago. Tennessee five and six facing two and eight Chicago. Jay Cutler likely done for the year with a labrum tear in his shoulder. Um, the name of the quarterback, Matt Barkley, he will now be starting for Chicago at Tennessee. This was almost our turd nugget supreme of the week. Um, but Tennessee's actually starting to turn into an exciting team. Uh, if you play fantasy football, then you know DeMarco Murray's absolutely lighting it up. Marcus Mariota has been on fire the past few weeks. Delaney Walker's solid. Rashard Matthews has been awesome the past four weeks. We got uh, it. Let's go. So, Move on. This, who cares? They're playing Chicago, Tennessee. Okay, I'm taking All Tennessee. Mark has Tennessee. Jerry, who do All you got? All over it, Tennessee. All right, moving on. Jacksonville, Buffalo. This is our turd nugget supreme of the game of uh, the week. Um, <laughs> I mean, Bortles is on the he's on the verge of getting benched right now. Uh, it, this is bad. I still don't understand how Gus Bradley has a job. We talk about this almost every week. Um, now they're headed to Buffalo. Buffalo just had a big win against Cincinnati. Uh, I think I think it, it's safe to say, guys, we're all we're all on Buffalo for this one, right? Without question, zero def- question. Yeah. I, I, real quick, let's talk about Jacksonville. I think the disappointing yeah, thing let's. is though is the, the defense Why? really hasn't. Well, the defense really hasn't panned out as expected. You know, they brought in Jalen Ramsey. Luke, they're on the field the whole is- time, and Blake Bortles has given up probably more. Touchdown taints than like any quarterback over a two year span or maybe a three year span. His pick six ratio. His numbers were hollow last year. Yeah, like you can't blame their defense. Their defense actually is like practically like crying on the sidelines with these defeats. They're getting the snot kicked at them because they're on the field the whole time. And we've already wasted way too much time with Jerry. You come in. You come back to the pod, and we you end up talking Tennessee and Jacksonville. brought up a question about the Jackson. Jacksonville defense. That's what you did. Welcome back to the pod. And you yeah. still think that Brock Oswald is a top 20 quarterback. So I would we'll like on. to have a conversation, but not now. Not now. Cincinnati Cincinnati at Baltimore. As I mentioned, Cincinnati lost Gio Bernard with a 20 ACL for the year. It uh, looks like A.J. Green will be out for a few weeks with a hamstring strain. Carton. Baltimore's defense, you know, they got they got worked by uh, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys last week, but that defense is still formidable. Um, gentlemen, who do you got here, Sean? Uh, it's Baltimore. I think it's it's a comfortable, easy game. Um, you know, if you're a Bengals fan, I kill yourself. <laughs> Jerry, uh, I think this is the first time in a while Baltimore is safely at the top of the division. Um, it's it's been a few years since then, but like you you can safely say they're the best team in the division. So in even in Cincinnati, I think they take away this one uh, pretty easily. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna also go with Baltimore. Um, 
just Cincinnati's so beat up right now. Um, their defense looks like crap, and they're going to be relying on Brandon LaFell and Tyler Boyd and Tyler Eifert and Jeremy Hill to lead the team. So I'm this game's with, in Baltimore, by the way. It, so. Correct, yeah, so that's a big thing as well. So Mark took Baltimore as well, and uh, we're all on Baltimore this week. Next game, which uh, could could end up being a decent one if, if the visiting team plays up to their potential. We have Arizona at 4-5-1 and one facing Atlanta, who's fresh off a bye and sitting at six and four, so they're rested and ready to rock and roll. Um, Sean, you you wanted to talk about this game a little bit, so I'll let you lead it off. Here's the angle: these teams coming after buys because there's mandatory four days, and you saw this with New England, Luke, actually, uh, in the, in the Seattle game. There's something about it; they're not as sharp, or at least they're not as sharp through the full sixty minutes. Right. This is a must-win for Arizona. They actually had – they played well enough and should have won the game against Minnesota. It's just Palmer throws one, road takes it the other way. If they at least get a field goal, it's a 10-point swing. If they get a touchdown, it's a 14-point swing. And that was a game that they were always kind of trailing after because of that. Mm-hmm. Arizona played really well, deceptively well against Minnesota, moved the ball better than I thought against that defense. Um, I was a little surprised that their defense wasn't up to snuff, but I think they get Matthew back. I like the Cardinals in this one to go into Atlanta. Not a ton of home field. And Atlanta, I didn't like how they played against Philly. Philly kind of knocked them around a little bit. Arizona's got a similar type defense. And I wonder if if with David Johnson they're going to be able to recreate the same thing on, on the ground running. Okay. Your brother's also taking Arizona. Jerry, who do you got? I'm taking Atlanta, but it's not – a uh, runaway win. I think it's going to be a tight one. I mean, Atlanta's good enough to win this game. I don't think that they're elite, um, especially on defense. Their offense is good. It's, I mean, clearly they can they can be explosive with Julio Jones. I just don't think they have the defense to keep them, you know, two scores ahead. This one might be neck and neck all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. I think this will be a pretty interesting game. I'm going with Atlanta here. Um, I'm hoping that that offense can get going and, and replicate what they've been doing all season. Uh, they should be getting Tevin Coleman back from a hamstring strain. So uh, just yet another weapon in that offense. Um, and uh, I'm rolling with Atlanta at home here. Uh, next game, um, we're, all, we're all on it. Uh, in the road to uh, 0-16, the number one overall pick, the New York Giants at your Cleveland Browns. Sean, what do you what do you like about this one? I don't like anything about it. <laughs> um, the the Giants are going to win. I think it's going to be closer, just because I think there's an Eli stink bomb brewing, like a mm. big old little turd supreme, like a little <laughs> bean burrito covered in feces. I think he's got one brewing. I think it's going to carry over like a stale fart into Monday, and people are going to be bummed about it. But I'm still taking the Giants because the Browns are regressing as a team. It's and bad. it's depressing. Pittsburgh showed zero respect. I don't know if Pittsburgh played bad or if we dictated it a little bit. I'm hoping it's the latter so that we don't go 0-16. But I'll put it this way. Like the the stop the 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 kind of the barricade, if you will, is gonna be the Bengals game in two weeks. Other than after that, it starts to get ugly in a hurry because this team against the San Diego team or something like that doesn't match up very well. Um, I'm going Giants, but, God, I hope I'm wrong. (laughs) I'm I'm rolling with you on that one. Uh, I'm hoping for a a big Odell Beckham game. Um, Jerry, who do you got? Have you ever had 
like the chance to smell a um, fire at a skilled nursing facility. That's the type of level of <laughs> crap that the you get that a lot, bring. arsonist. Yeah, that's that's the level of crap smell that's coming out of uh, First Energy Stadium right now. Oh, Just disgusting. There's no one there. Feces. No, no, you can and smell it. No it's one resi- it's well, that was Steeler fans. Over. In 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 defense, that was Steeler you know fans. What? You might be right. You might be right. But yeah, if Odell Beckham doesn't put up thirty fantasy points this week, then there's no hope for him. There's no hope. <laughs> what? <laughs> No hope, huh? Okay. No hope. Um, fastest, fastest of 3,500 yards in his career, but no hope. Um, you Mark's, can't do it. Can't get it done. Mark's going with the Giants as well. We'll move, we'll move on to uh, the ne- never-ending goalie. Oh, my Jesus Christ. You're, you're rubbing off of me, Jerry. I well, here, can't here's what I would say. I would. I oh. really, really wish Mark was on this podcast because I think he would have been able to have a field day with some of this stuff. Oh, he would have. He would have. You missed out, you, Mark. You wanted to talk in depth about Jacksonville. He may have like verbally murdered you. We've had to bleep like <laughs> half of it. <laughs> All right, Never Ending Glory podcast. Favorite team: LA Rams going to New Orleans. Two four and six teams, but obviously one four and six team is much better than the other one. Gentlemen, I mean, you know, LA has been getting lucky with these close wins. Nine and six, or nine to six, and like six to nothing, or whatever that that one close game was. Uh, they're not going to be able to hang Jeff with New Fisher would like a word in the words of Sean Zussin. <laughs> they are not going to be able to hang with New Orleans and that up tempo offense and Drew Brees just throwing all over the field. I like New Orleans, and I like New Orleans big in this game. Jerry, I'm picking New Orleans, but the one saving grace that LA has, and I actually enjoy watching it, is Aaron Donald. I mean, there's no better interior lineman in the entire NFL. I mean, he is a joy to watch, but I don't think that there's enough to stop the New Orleans offense. I'm going to go with New Orleans. Sean's not even close to enough to stop them. I love New Orleans in this game. I'm honestly, the L.A. game this past weekend and losing to Miami the way that they did – murdered me in picks. I could have had an extended – it was another separator game that I had, I think, with you guys. I was on the right side, and then Jeff Fisher flipped his hat around <laughs> and tried to go Such King Griffey Jr. That can't be he undermentioned. Tri- it really can't. He, tr- he, he tried to go King hat. Griffey Jr. It's it's mo- like, what is it, Movember for mustaches. <laughs> Everything in the world are, are we're going against him. And yeah. I, I want to pin that one on Jeff Fisher. It's also going to be the reason why they probably go seven and nine, and not hey, eight. Hey, he's not doing seven and nine this year. He's sick of seven and nine. He's sick of eight and eight. ten then because he he okay he got work fine. to do. Six and ten's good. He's about to be four and seven. <laughs> um. All right. So we're all rolling with New Orleans here. Next game. This game sucks too. San Francisco one and nine at Miami six and four. It's interesting. Uh, Mark mentions that Miami is the worst team ever, but Jerry says these guys are good. So, Jerry, expand. <laughs> what is that, five straight wins they've racked off? Something oh, like yeah. That. They were, they were, that was a dominating performance last week. Absolutely dominating. Fourth quarter demons right there. Um, so they beat the Steelers, which is pretty decent. They beat yeah. the Bills at home. They beat the Jets at home. They beat the Chargers on the road, and they beat the Rams on the road. Congratulations. Ben Roethlisberger got hurt. Fourth quarter and... dandies. That's all it takes. <sighs> if, you're not, if you're not a Ryan Tannehill believer by now, then I don't know what I'm to I'm going to be you. honest. Oh, God. I'm <laughs> not a Ryan Tannehill believer. I never <laughs> will be. I know, be is honest. Ryan Tannehill now in your top ten? Did um, he replace Blake Bortles and uh, Brock Osweiler? 
No, he hasn't. He hasn't um, overcome some of the other guys at the bottom of that list. But anyway, I'm going to take Miami, but only in a uh, a nail biter. Oh, you took close my thunder. Fourth quarter here, comeback. Here, here's my thing. I love a, a San Francisco cover here. Miami stayed on the West Coast the last two weeks. San Francisco was a little frisky against New England for about yeah. three quarters. I think if they're the same way against Miami, it's got a lot of Browns versus Miami earlier in the year look to it. Um, there's just Sean, Miami does not get that, exposed to the place. I don't agree Sean, that San Francisco will be, will be excited to play Miami the way they were excited to play the, the uh, Patriots. Nine, Luke. Uh, uh, when I looked earlier today, it was nine. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely would take. I'd take the points on this one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, what, what do you have to look forward to? Giazzi having a big game, and I mean, yes. that's about it. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Kaepernick ran all over the place too. But uh, okay, is Kaepernick secretly kind of getting better? Because at no. one yes. point he was yes. he was eleven no. for twelve. He no. was eleven for twelve for like one hundred and ten yards against the Patriots. Yeah, uh, I'll line, say this. So. It, New England's defense has, uh, at times, a little bit of the Oakland. Oakland is a really bad defense. Like that, that that's something to memory bank in the playoffs. Brock, Brock Osweiler was carving them, and that's something that's going to be a problem from them because their secondary is not getting better. I like to think that New England's going to be able to scheme a little bit better as you get to the playoffs. But I mean, the, Kaepernick was made some like extremely good throws some like vintage Kaep- Kaepernick throws so right. he's he's maybe not he's certainly not what he's been last year where he's god awful maybe even the back end of the year before that but he he's not the NFC championship but he's somewhere in the middle and he's maybe trending more towards towards the latter actually and the problem is he literally has absolutely nothing to work with. I mean, you could say Carlos Hyde is solid, but he's been on and off the field. The defense is piss poor um the receivers think, are yeah, god I think awful the problem is 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 the defense um height's uh, good i just i think they're they're a playmaker away yeah i think actually i think they're a couple playmakers away because when you're relying on jeremy Curley and the likes of tory smith to lead your your receivers um well ellington blew his knee out yeah I, yeah they have some guys they're just they're, you know they, they had a couple guys dinged out for the year yeah uh, next game we have San Diego four and six <clears throat> at Houston six and four. So we have a little bit of dissension here. I'll start it off. San Diego coming off a bye. I like them winning this game. Um, Sean alluded to the fact that Houston was carving up uh, this the Oakland defense. I I I kind of agree. I think Lamar Miller could have a solid game for Houston here, but um, I just think something about this is a game that feels like Phillip Rivers is going to find a way to win it in the waning moments. He'll lead a fourth quarter comeback. Uh, I like San Diego here. Sean, who do you got? I like San Diego as well. Maybe a slightly different angle. I think Houston from the air um, and coming back from Mexico City, they were beaten at the end of that game. I mean, just yeah. it, you know, drop dead tired. I think they have a little bit of a hangover from that. I like the Chargers to kind of get out in front and just hold on to it the rest of the way. Jerry, what do you got? I'm actually going with Houston here. I think that this the loss. The rocket ship. The rocket ship. I think this loss they came out of uh, Mexico City with is not the end of their season. I think they're going to rally around it and turn into something positive. Um, San Diego is not a defense that's going to prevent them from scoring. It is, you know, up to them to to really take the top off the defense. I mean, 
Braxton Miller is a weapon. DeAndre Hopkins is a weapon. They have to continue to use these guys and get vertical, and I think they do it this week. I saw um, Braxton Miller actually out-snapped and was out-targeted over Will Fuller this week. So I'm not sure if that takes into consideration Will Fuller's knee and he missed, um, I think, two or three games the past few weeks. Uh, Or or just Braxton Miller is just learning how to be an NFL receiver. So it'll be pretty interesting to keep an eye on that. Um, Those two, you know, they could lead to a solid trio in Houston at wide receiver with DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Jalen Strong is an absolute afterthought in that offense. Um, But it it is interesting and it's exciting to see a playmaker like Braxton Miller step up and get some quality time uh, in the starting role. Um, next game, Seattle seven two and one at Tampa Bay, who's five and five. It's interesting, you know. Seattle just for some reason they don't feel like they're seven two and one. I, I they just feel like a six and four, five and five team. And then when you look at it, they only have two losses. I know that that ties kind of just hanging out there. Um, but you know they are in first place in the NFC West, and they're uh, obviously a Super Bowl favorite here out of the NFC. Um, we all like them to win this game. Is there? I mean, I. I just, they're going to try to find a way to shut down Mike Evans. And I mean, Cameron Brate's really the only other option that, um, that J- Jameis Winston looks to. So I just think that when you get those two guys out of the game, Jameis can't do it on his own. And the, that front seven is going to be pretty tough for Doug Martin to penetrate through. Um, really, you guys have anything else to say about that? Luke, would you agree that if you had to rank like the top couple teams in the NFL that, Seattle would be like 1A with the Patriots, 1A, 1B. Like it's hard to put one above the other, obviously, because of the win. You'd put Seattle above the New England, right. but those right. are your top two, right? I mean, they have to be. I don't I don't really think they're – with the NFL this year, I don't think there's really a, a true – other than the Patriots and the Seahawks, there's no true upper echelon team. Um, and even the Patriots have some holes. That defense has looked pathetic the past few weeks. Gronk's banked up. Uh, banged up, and um, I mean, but who else? Yeah, who else can you talk about? Denver? No, they suck. Uh, Philly? They're nothing like they used to be. KC? You get a lead on them, and I, I think you can kind of put them to sleep. Um, Oakland? Are they a pretender? Are they a contender? We'll find out this week against Carolina. Yeah, I think I think that they're they're clearly the the, the number one team in the NFC. Yeah, I, I agree. So I'm. Um, I mean, I think we're all in Seattle here, right? Yeah, yeah, we all got Seattle here. I don't think there's any more to say about that. Next game, we have Carolina at Oakland. Carolina 4-6. and six, Just had a big win over New Orleans last Thursday night. Oakland, as we mentioned, won in Mexico City and are now 8-2 and two and currently actually the number one seed in the AFC. I got this one as a lock for Carolina. I just feel like it's, it's going to be vintage, you know, 2015 Cam Newton MVP type game. Um, the, the offense has to get going eventually. They've had a little bit extra rest since they had a Thursday night game. Uh, I, I like them just to carve up that Oakland defense, as Sean mentioned, as being pretty pretty piss poor. Uh, Sean, you want to talk about Carolina here at all? No, I, th- I think I'm with you, Luke. I, I think this has the only issue is like, it's probably 38-35 just because that's fine. The Carolina D- DBs are awful. Yeah, Keekly obviously is is out. I mean, that I was such a, okay. I still don't understand what's happening. Like he, he, he tore the ligaments in his knee. It looks like, and then he's crying because he got a concussion too. There's some stuff there that's being severely underreported. Right. Uh, I smell the stink, the stink of Roger Goodell. That's what I smell (laughs) that. And that cesspool from up in Berea where the Steelers, that's that smog of like smutty, feces is rolling down into the streets of 
of uh, Fairlawn, Ohio. That's the stench that I smell. Combination uh, of all that. That was see that was weird because even the hit. So what ended up happening was if people didn't watch the game, Keekley went in to make a tackle. He kind of got uh, run over a little bit by the the running back or the receiver, and then Thomas Davis, the fellow linebacker from the Panthers, came in and kind of hit Keekley on the back of the head. So it looked more like whiplash. And I thought you're right, Sean. I thought he was down with some sort of knee injury, but or or maybe he he got the wind knocked out of him. That's why he was breathing off. I, I think what's happening is there, there's some roster rules here. When you put him into concussion, you can carry an extra player. I think before you have to decide if you IR him or something. Right. I, I don't know if that's the case. I just there ha- it's it's got to be something like that because I don't see he he's made a lot of other hits and for that to be the concussion right versus what you visibly sh- could see with his knee something's fishy here. I agree. I tend to agree. Um, so Mark let's, is going, let's let's get to the contrarian pick here. Well, Mark is going uh, Carolina as his Evander Holyfield real deal lock. Um, but Jerry, why do you like Oakland tonight? Or I like on Oakland because I see two L words on this pick sheet. Um, I love that the brothers Zussin have both marked this as a lock. And Actually, Mark, I marked it as a lock in my last yeah, year. You can't even read, dude. Well, I see two locks, and I'm sorry, I messed up my my columns here. Sean did not mark it as a lock, but Luke did, which is even worse. But Mark, who owes me already for a cigar on my last Oakland pick, um, marked it as a Evander Holyfield, I'm going to get my ear bitten off by the underdog, Lock City. Uh, so I hope he Oakland. gives you that cigar like Monica Lewinsky style. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, okay. a little moist. A little moist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game, New England at the Jets. New England 8-2, facing the Ryan Fitzpatrick-led Jets at 3-7. and seven. Uh, Patriots. I mean, Patriots. 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 Move on. It's uh, this yeah. is yeah, Taylor yep. made. Mark Mark is saying go Jets because he's trying to uh, continue to uh, to promote the Jets after picking them to to make the playoffs, but that's not happening. Yeah. Um, How about this? this? Could... They're going to pick in the top five. He picked them to make playoffs. <laughs> They're going to pick top five. Uh, well, Jerry picked the uh, the Jags to make the playoffs, and they'll be picking top five top five too. I don't know what you're, you're talking, talking about. <laughs> uh, this is actually the, one of the more competitive games on the schedule, and we'll see how it plays out. AFC West battle, Sunday night football, 7-3, 7-3. Kansas City at Denver. Um, we're all on Denver this week, but I wouldn't be surprised if Kansas City makes it a game, especially if Jeremy Macklin's able, able to play. Uh, they're really missing him, but I expect Spencer Ware to have a pretty big game against a, a mediocre Denver run defense. But in the end, I like Denver at home under the bright lights. Uh, so I'm going with Denver. Jerry, who do you got? Well, actually, I know you have, but tell me why you have Den- Denver. It's so competitive, you know, the Sunday night football game that we all picked Denver. Um, I really only picked this game because it's at Denver. And that's really – I think it's going to be a tight one. Um, I, I think I think Kansas City is, is a tremendous defense, and I think they're good enough to win. But I just think that Kansas City is not going to get it done in Denver this week. Sean, who do you got? Yeah, I, th- I think uh, um, the Tampa Bay game in and of itself is kind of a red flag to Kansas City. Um, mm-hmm. I think you have to go Denver here because of some of the, it, they're kind of similar offensively, where it, it's just going to be a rock fight. But I, I think at home crowd, I'll take Denver. I wouldn't be surprised though if Andy Reid kind of conjures something up and gets a couple, you know, 
10 play 70 yard drives. And if he can finish them with touchdowns, whoever finishes their drive with touchdowns, I think is, is the winner. I think Denver does it. I'll take them. Okay. I like that. Mark is rolling with Denver as well. So we are all on Denver and uh, we'll see how that one plays out. Monday night football, Green Bay four and six versus Philly at five and five. Green Bay's offense, we have no idea what's going on. We know what's going on with that defense. It's god awful. Philly offense is, um, meh, you know, they're, they're solid one week and then the next week they kind of look lost. Um, I wasn't all that impressed with Philadelphia last week um, against the Seahawks, but obviously playing on the road in Seattle can be tough. But um, I'm going to roll Philly here. I just think that uh, Carson Wentz and, you know, Zach Ertz is starting to become a major player in that offense. I have no idea who the hell is going to run the ball for them because one week it's Ryan Matthews, then one week Doug Peterson benches Ryan Matthews and says that Darren Sproles is going to start, and then Ryan Matthews has over 100 yards rushing. Um, And now Matthews is likely out with an MCL injury. Darren Sproles is questionable with a rib injury, so we might have to see some more Wendell Smallwood. Um, But I just have a feeling Philly's going to get this one done on Monday Night Football. Jerry, who do you got? I do not want to take these guys, but I'm going to take the Packers. I just think there's too many injuries in Philly for them to overcome all that and and get a win. Um, But I hate taking the Packers here. They are stinking of mediocrity. I tend to. I mean, yeah, it's it's. You feel bad because Aaron Rodgers is playing lights out. How about right this? Now. Both these teams are mediocre. I, I I agree totally, Jerry. I I I was in the same boat. I only am taking Green Bay simply for Aaron Rodgers. I, True. If they lose this game, it's an indictment on Aaron Rodgers. And if they win the game, it's because of Aaron Rodgers. Right. Um, and that may not be the case because he was fantastic against Washington, but you know they just they're just a sieve on defense. But is Aaron Rodgers having? I don't MVP think season? Green Bay Green Bay doesn't have any DBs, and Philly doesn't have any receivers. So I do think that Philly is going to be able to move the ball. I just Green Bay has to make a couple plays in the red zone and Who's force run the ball goals. for Philly though. Uh, well, Sproles is going to play. He was actually fantastic in the Atlanta game. And Smallwood was really good in the Atlanta game. It's just like they they kicked the hell out of Atlanta when they play them, and they just smacked them in the mouth. So uh, Smallwood, he, he's effective. Sproles is obviously big time, and they'll move the ball. I just don't know if, if Peterson's creative enough to get touchdowns because they don't have anything on the outside. And I think for the matchup, at least it's a matchup Green Bay's defense can can manage. All right. Now, going back to my question, though, is Aaron Rodgers an MVP candidate this year? No. No way. No. I, I, how can you say no way? I, that, I, I, I disagree with that. He has um, four wins. What are you talking about? This is, this is worse than Big Poppy. Actually, it's not. No, Big Poppy no. was the worst thing that you ever came out of your mouth on the pods. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. We'll touch past, on that on Sunday when we were filming the MLB. Aaron Rodgers in the MLB. past five games has 7, 10, 15 touchdowns, um, has thrown for over 300 yards three times. Okay, so the, over and and they're, once. They're, they've lost the last five games, and he's the quarterback. Yeah, because his secondary is god awful. It's not, I mean, it's not his fault his secondary is terrible. He's got 25 touchdowns and seven picks through 10 games. So he's averaging so, two and a so half touchdowns, 276 yards. On, there's always this knock on game manager. 
some parts about a game manager are they, they milk the clock, they run the ball, and they keep certain things off the field. If Aaron Rodgers is an MVP candidate, David Carr is an MVP candidate ahead of him because their defense is just as bad, and they're 8-2. and two. Yeah, but at least David he has a running back. back. Brady's ahead of Rodgers. Dak's ahead of Rodgers. Elliott's ahead of Rodgers. Like, there's multiple guys ahead of Rodgers. If Rivers doesn't have the five interception game, he's ahead of Rodgers. That's fair. That's fair. He also has three touchdowns on the ground. So he's got 28 touchdowns in 10 games. Um, like I said, averaging 276, 276 yards. I mean, the problem is is he's had absolutely no running game all year. He's had no defense all year. He's and had to he gonna get like uh, he's always behind too. Is he going to get some first quarter touchdowns and get out on somebody for for a change? Like some did, of these no, numbers the, are a little the first bit, three weeks he did. He's the got first Blake Bortles to these numbers. You, you, even you th- could admit that the first three weeks I remember bitching about it because he would get me like twenty five fantasy points in the first half and then get me like three in the second half because maybe they turn into a game manager style. I have no idea, but he just it was not like putting the, up the, the last five games. They've been behind like. Right out of the gate, and they've been chucking, by yeah, by halftime, and then you know he's trying to have to bring him back. But some of it is, is where's his sense of urgency? The first, you know, few series. That's true. That's true. I like to see Mike McCarthy go away right now because I mean, I just think that he's they're losing, um, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers' prime years right now because this defense has just been so bad. Um, but we should wrap it up because Mark had Philly in this one as well. Um, so I went with Philly, Mark went with Philly, and then Jerry and Sean went with Green Bay. Um, that's a slate of games for Week 12. Uh, we'll see if uh, Jerry and I are able to pick up with lead dog Sean. Uh, Mark's a little bit too far right now, I think, to, to make the jump this week. But it's, uh, it's definitely coming down to the wire. It's getting pretty interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing how this all plays out. Uh, gentlemen, you got anything else you want to talk about real quick? Did you, did you want to let the people know that we have uh, Thanksgiving on Thursday or what? It is Thanksgiving. No. We need to appreciate that. We need to appreciate that Sean and Mark have to eat together at the same table. <laughs> And that there's other human beings at that table that have to enjoy that as well, and that should be recognized and respected. I just want everybody. Guys. I just want everybody to enjoy, uh, you know, Thanksgiving Eve, where we all go back to the bars and trade war stories about high school and college. I will not be going out to the bars this year because I'm, I'm just getting old, and instead I'm going to drink at a friend's house. Um, it's getting I've a little been to the old. Fox now, and but. Hound in years. <laughs> Glad to know your guys' social plans. Oh, wow. Wow. Excuse us, tough guy. You don't want to let people know what you're doing? <laughs> no, I, I don't want to get robbed. Now I know that I can rob Luke Grilly's house. Go for it. Go for Can't it. You wait. get a bunch of really really cool sports cards and uh, some Never Ending Glory podcast t-shirts. I'll take Boone. Don't you dare. You take that back, you son of a bitch. Well, anyways, that being said, this is <laughs> the Week 12 Pick'em. Find us on Twitter at Glory Podcast, on Facebook, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Search for Never Ending Glory Podcast. Send us emails at negpodcast at gmail.com. Send us questions. Let us know how we're doing. We got new t-shirts in, so we're looking to give those away. Uh, we got a nice little Buckeye Vodka logo on the back. Shout out to Buckeye Vodka. Drink logo. Find your um, find Buckeye Vodka at any place where fine spirits and souls. So make sure you pick up a few bottles to, to get through uh, in Ohio. Thanksgiving. In Ohio. In Ohio. But, ask, but make for sure you- at, ask, ask for it at bars, too. It's the only way to get it proliferated in and around the area, particularly Northeast Ohio. And you need to pick it up before Thanksgiving because I'm sure there's going to be plenty of, uh, you know, drunk moments talking Trump for Hillary and all that good stuff. So um, prime, prime time talk. Dinner with your grandparents. Exactly. 
So, gentlemen, with that being said, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Good luck with your picks. I hope you all lose, and I uh, take over the lead. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Lou. Let's see. Can't wait. <laughs> all right, we're out. See you. Talk to you guys later. Later.